Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It is a great day for talk radio. We can thank our lucky stars. You know, you go for a dip in the pool, you come out again, I hope. But you know, some people are wondering if this uh, could lead to a predicament for these 12 Thai teenagers who are caught in this cave, which is flooded. And it could be flooded until the end of October. So we're talking about that. You know, caring for the young, obviously, is of uh, paramount concern, as is that of the elderly. I'm going to talk about that here shortly. Apparently, there are some who are complaining that, you know, uh, residents of these uh, long-term care facilities, and in one particular case, Scarborough and Rouge Hospital out in uh, Scarborough is being cited as particularly bad. We'll hear from the VP of Advocacy for the Canadian Association of Retired Persons in a moment to bring us up to date on that. I've often maintained that uh, elderly abuse or the lack of care of the elderly is the great untold story. You know, everybody's been carping about Me Too and uh, abuses of uh, women in the workplace and otherwise, but uh, this is a, a big story waiting to be well, explored and perhaps exploded. Right now, on to the kids again and what to do. If you were a parent in charge and you had a say, would you have them wait it out or would you try to spirit them to safety, albeit in a rather risky fashion? Brian, how about you in Hamilton? Hey, John. Great day for Talk Radio. Thank you, Brian. Been listening to you for probably 25 years and loving every many of it. Wow. All right. Uh, you have drunk the Kool-Aid, but it's appropriate. I, it's I 32 really, degrees. <laughs> I, I really have. All right. Yeah. My wife always goes, what, John Oakley? I go, no, hon, he's okay. He's not the devil. He's not the devil. Please. <laughs> it's nice to see it's keeping the family together. <laughs> well, we fight over it, and then we, uh, we you know, have, a, have, a, have a, a mint julep, and then we're fine. All right. Very good. How about the kids now? Uh, I, I was, I've been looking at this, and I had this weird feeling, because I think uh, people like you and me and, and, and Mike think the same way. It's like... We live in a culture where this wouldn't have happened. So I don't think about what about the kids and should they stay there till October in a cave. I think to myself that we live in a culture where we are so advanced, we would have had, uh, you know, fences and uh, cloisters, and this wouldn't have happened. There are so many cultures around the world where people die sadly. Children, women, they, you know, they die horribly because they don't have the things that we have. And, yes, we're a little over the top. You know, there's a little bit of, uh, you know, uh, uh, a, a situation where the government over, over-regulates. Mm-hmm. But, but we, have, we have railings. We have things. Like, all I can think of, as soon as this happened, I thought to myself, if this was... Like, look at Niagara Falls. Mm-hmm. Go to Niagara Falls. It's, it's a biggest chasm, the, the biggest cataract in this part of the planet. And what, what have we done? We've put up railings and, and walls and whatever. And unless you throw yourself over, you don't hurt yourself. And as soon as this happened, I thought, how did 13 kids or 12 kids and their coach get into this place, leave their bicycles there? So... 
I, I, that's all I think of. I just think that that's... Insane. Well, all right, what you're saying is this would not be permitted in this part of the world because no. we're overly cautious. Now, you've got another story concurrent to this out in B.C. where three people have lost their lives. Yes. In a, uh, yeah, and uh, it was a yep. waterfall, and they were down in a pool, and they slipped, and... Uh, Fell into um, the further one. or whatever. Well, know. now the question is, in that pristine wilderness out in BC, do you think they're going to install railings now or deter people from entering that area? Can we? I mean, that's the thing. Like every day, like I, I'm sitting on a, on a street outside of Hamilton right now. Uh, there's no railings. I'm I'm in a truck. There's a stoplight. Now, if I decide to go through the stoplight, that truck coming down with fifty thousand pounds of steel is going to kill me. So we we comply with certain situations. And, and we we live and comply with that. Sometimes we die, sometimes we don't. Well, in other but, words, I know what you're saying. Let's not overly bubble wrap things. And these yes. kids, they uh, went into this cave. And now uh, we shouldn't overreact and suggest, oh, that should be verboten uh, because this incident was a freak of nature where the flooding happened. I got your point. I appreciate your making it. But I guess I'm just asking, what do you do? Leave the kids there till October or would you spirit them out? Rick, how about you in Mississauga? Oh, I'm torn, John. It's just a horrible situation. I, I wouldn't be able to sleep if I was one of the parents. I, I got three kids of my own. It's, it's just an awful, awful thing. The problem is if you try and take the kids out, no matter how much you train them or prep them, someone's going to die. One of the kids is going to die. Like it's, it's a technical dive, and it's hard, and that is not the thing to do on your very first time diving. So if, if they come out, someone's not going to make it. But you can't assume that everything's going to stay the same. October's a long time away. More rains and they slowly drown in the cave, or one of them gets ill. They're trapped in a damp cave together. One of them's going to get some kind of a foot fungus or a lung rot, and it's all going to be together. And once they're sick, there's no hope of them scuba diving out. All right. Well, so, uh, in other words, we, ha- we don't have an answer, is what you're saying. Uh, well, maybe you start training them now and keep training the kids as best you can, but don't take them out until you have to. All right. Uh, well, buy some time then. They're pumping water out, too, as quickly as they can, but, I mean, the rains just keep coming, so uh, it doesn't really help the matter. They've gone to high ground internally inside the cave system, but they're like four kilometers in. And uh, there's a lot of flooding to traverse. So what do you do? Here's Josh in Brampton. What's your take, Josh? Well, I'm going to have to go with what the veteran divers are saying, you know. Based on what your last caller said, I like where his mind is at. Like, train them as best you can. But these are kids who don't know how to swim. Plus, they're going to be freaking out as they're diving. So it's going to be a very, very uh, tight situation for, for all of them to stay alive. As far as medication and food is concerned, send them a whole bunch of that. And who knows, maybe these monsoons or whatever the case may be won't come until, uh, you know, October. Maybe it'll be sooner. Maybe that thing, who knows? Well, no, they're happening. They're happening now. They'll only abate towards the end of October is uh, when they recede. And that's when they can get out uh, as they came in. Let me get Chris in here in Gallatin. Go ahead, Chris. You're on the Oakley Show. Yeah, great day for talk radio, John. Thanks. Um... I, uh, I almost drowned in Virginia when I was 11 years old, and I sucked up with the undertow and just barely survived it. And ever since then, I panicked underwater. I gotten over it, but even to this day, in my 50s, if the situation is bad, I have this panic feeling. If these kids have never swam before, you're absolutely going to have kids panic underwater, lose control, and die. I mean, I think train them, 
in case they have to dive, but wait as long as you have to. All right, uh, and let me take a final word here from Dave, who is an advisor. He's a diver. You're a diver, Dave? Yes, I am. Diver Dave, what do you recommend? I would say no way. It's impossible to teach somebody to dive, okay? They don't know how to swim, okay? And, you know, I've been diving in caves in Mexico for a long time, and I saw people panicking. And it's impossible that a kid will not panic being in the dark, in a current, so I say no. All right. Well, that's uh, heady advice from a diver from Mexico. You know, I remember uh, the comedian Norm MacDonald once opined on those uh, cliff divers in Acapulco. You got really two options. You're either champion or stuff on a rock. All right. Uh, that being said, want to come back here in just a moment and uh, discuss how we're taking care of or neglecting the elderly. Uh, there's a sordid story of the Scarborough Hospital there. Uh, and, well, well, we'll get the details from the uh, Vice President of Advocacy with the Canadian Association of Retired Persons next on The Oakley Show. Global News Radio 640 Toronto.